Hello and welcome back to the Three Ball Podcast, everybody. Today on the podcast, uh, here are the topics for the week <laughs> for today. Uh, the Hawks beat the 76ers. Oh my God. Uh, what is next for Philly after losing in, the, in Game 7? Uh, what should the Washington Wizards do next season? Uh, will Becky Hammond get an NBA coaching job? Devin Booker dropped 40 in a, a 40, dropped a 40 point triple double to win game one. And then the Suns end up winning game two. And we're we'll talking about both those games. Uh, Zion Williamson, rumors are he might want out of New Orleans already. Man, dang. Sorry, sorry, Pel- Pelicans fans. Uh, the Mavs need a head, a new head coach and a new general manager. That's just great. Uh, the Celtics got their new head coach, M.K. Uda, I think that's his name. Don't quote me on that. Uh, and then we're going to be breaking, the, breaking down the women's U.S. Olympic basketball team uh, just because it, it is sports. And, I, you know, I, nothing wrong with breaking down the women's team. So here we go. Let's start off. The Hawks beat the Philadelphia 76ers in, in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference, er, in the Eastern semifinals. Today, they play in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I do have the Bucks winning in five in that series. Should be pretty easy, unless Nate McMillan pulls some coaching tricks out of the book, which he might, because he is Nate McMillan, and the other coach is Mike Budenholzer. But anyways, let's start off. Uh, the Hawks beat the 76ers. Man, Nate McMillan completely outcoached Doc Rivers. Ben Simmons was nowhere to be found. He passed up he passed up a wide open dunk and then Matisse only makes one out of two free throws. It wasn't good it wasn't a good job for the 76ers. Uh, t- let me get that box score real quick, just so I can give you the exact numbers, because uh that game was a couple week a couple days ago. Uh here we go. 103-96 game. John Collins had 14, Clint Capella had 13. Trey Young shot pretty bad from the floor. He was 5 of 23. But Kevin Herter had 17, and Danilo Gallinari had 17. Herter had 27. I think I said 17 on accident. Tobias Harris shot 8 of 24 of 24 points. Joel Embiid shot 11 of 21 of 31. Seth Curry had 16. Ben Simmons only had 5, but he had 13 assists, 8 rebounds, and 2 of, two of 4 from the floor. So, yeah. Uh, this game, I mean, Simmons shoots 2 of 4. I, he needs to take more shots. But, I mean, Lou Will, t- well, Lou Will was playing at four, 11 minutes. But uh, he took 4 shots and had 6 points. But I, Ben's not a guy who's going to shoot the ball for you. And if he takes 3 shots and misses 3 shots, then then the narrative's he's not a clutch player. Ben Simmons isn't going to be a guy who can score in the 4th quarter for you. He didn't shoot well from the free throw. He's not a great free throw shooter. He's a defensive-minded player who can pass and rebound. He can score in the regular season when it doesn't matter, but in clutch time when you need a basket, Ben Simmons ain't the dude you're going to. And if you're relying on Ben Simmons to get your last basket, if Joel Embiid's double team, I don't know what you're doing. He should have never been playing. The The lineup in the fourth quarter should have been, you should not had Simmons in the game, <laughs> to be honest. He shot one or two from the free throw line. Just, I just had fifty percent from the free throw line that game. But you should have, you should have ran Furcon, Curry, Embiid, Harris, Shake Milton, or Tyrese Maxey in the fourth quarter because Ben Simmons is not a threat in the fourth quarter. Doc Rivers just doesn't. He keeps playing Ben Simmons in the fourth quarter, and he's not going to score in the fourth quarter. He can't score in the first through three quarter first and 
first, second, or third quarters anyway. So why do you keep putting him in the game? He's a great facilitator from the fourth quarter. If you need a bucket, it ain't coming from Ben Simmons, and he ain't going to take a shot. So, <laughs> which is the complete opposite of Trey Young. Trey Young's taking every shot on the floor for the Hawks, and he just keeps missing. But the Hawks win. Congrats to them. Uh, also into this, uh, what what's next for Philadelphia? Now, I was asked this question last year when they lost, and I said last year, you should fire Brett Brown, hire Nate McMillan, and run it back. They did end up trading Al Warford for Danny Green. Was Danny Green really worth it? Who, who the hell knows? I don't know. But anyways, I don't even, did Danny Green even play? Who knows? Was Danny Green even on the team? Because <laughs> I remember seeing him. Danny Green, I, I don't even think, I don't think he was on the team for the playoffs. So, what really, obviously they traded Horford, who actually would have played in the playoffs and could have given you a bucket in the playoffs, but hey, whatever. <laughs> don't listen to me. Uh, but I said they should hire McMillan, run it back, which they kind of did run it back. They just shipped away Al Horford to save money. Cool. What, what happened after that? Doc Rivers was there. They're the one seed. They get upset by the better coach in McMillan. The Hawks weren't a great team before McMillan got there, and they're not a better team now. Nate McMillan turned that team around almost literally by himself, okay? Uh, but whatever. No, nobody wants to give Nate McMillan credit for as much as Stephen A. wants to go on about, oh, black coaches, black coaches, black coaches. You ain't hear nothing about Stephen A. Smith telling you anything about how great Nate McMillan is. It's You don't hear nothing. Crickets. But anyways... What should Philly do? I, Philly fans want Simmons gone, so I think you've got to get rid of him. Philly is a hard place to play in. We saw it with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz lost his confidence, and he was not the same player. Ben Simmons has lost his confidence. Get him out, because Philly is a cancer when it comes if you lose your confidence. So I think you need to trade Simmons. What for? Who knows? Doc's not the problem in Philly. Well, maybe, depending depending on who you put the blame on, Doc may not be the problem in Philly. If you put the blame on Ben Simmons, then it's Ben Simmons' fault. You can't blame it on Doc. But me personally, Doc, why are you playing him in the fourth quarter in clutch time when you need him to score? He can't score. Why you put him in? Now, from Stephen A. Smith's anonymous sources, uh, someone close in the Philadelphia 76ers uh, staff, an organization. Apparently, Ben Simmons isn't a hard worker and doesn't listen. Whatever. That's coming from Stephen A. Smith's inside sources. Chris Broussard had inside sources that said there's a 0% chance Kawhi Leonard's going to the Los Angeles Clippers. And guess where Kawhi Leonard is? Los Angeles Clippers. Whatever. I don't really know how much you should trust those anonymous inside sources to tell you this stuff. Now, if it's former, if it's players telling you this, then the players, players, players are usually straight shooters with you. They'll be like, "This dude sucks." That's what he said about Tim Tebow. He sucks. Get him out of here. But these dudes in the organization, it's like listening to the uh, WWE Mark in the back, who's <laughs> watching conversations happen from afar. Ah, I wouldn't trust them. But hey, it's whatever. Anyways. Uh, so, the, I don't know what Philly should ultimately do. Uh, what should the Washington Wizards do next year? Now, here's a topic I really want to talk about. They fired Scott Brooks, I do believe. 
So, here's what I suggest the Wizards do. Hire Bo Kimball. Now, some of you may be asking, who the hell is Bo Kimball? Well, let me tell you. Bo Kimball played on Loyola Marymount when they had the when they played in the system. So the system is basically the Warriors offense, but so much better. It's five seconds or less. You got it. And Westbrook would be perfect for this because Westbrook's always pushing the pace. This is this is the system Westbrook would thrive in. Kimball has more coaching experience than Steve Nash ever had, and Steve Nash got a job because he knows some people. Kimball has coaching experience. And it's proven that the system works no matter where you are. The guru of Go, Paul Westhead, has an NBA championship, multiple a final four appearance, I do believe, uh, with a team named Loyola Marymount, who had very few like great players, and he beat he beat he beat the Fab Five, by the way, the Fab Five. <laughs> okay, Michigan, you do you. He also won a WNBA championship with the system, so it, it's proven that it works if you get players to buy into it, and Russell Westbrook would buy into the system. Russ, this is this is for Russ. Beal can go along with it. Beal is going to be able to shoot as many, more times than he can imagine. You need to put players in the system that work. Don't bring back Robin Lopez. You don't want Robin Lopez. You want... Guys who can shoot threes, guys who can play defense. So the system, uh, it was best explained, uh, Paul West had best explained it in this way. If you practice it enough, you can get a shot in five seconds and make them take a shot in five seconds and still be able to play great defense between those five seconds. That's the goal. You need to get a shot in five seconds and you want them to get a shot in five seconds. Because ultimately, you're the one training and running up and down the court in practice all day. You are conditioned for the system. The other team is not. It's basically the goal of the system. And it works. So hire Bo Kimball, please. Let's run the system in Washington for a year. If it doesn't work, get rid of him. I mean, what? What could be wrong? You hire a former black NBA player. Bo Kimball played in the NBA too. Former black player who has coaching experience at, at JUCO levels and that sort of thing. High school level, JUCO level. He's, he's coached before, unlike Steve Nash, who just got handed a job because he knows Kevin Durant and Kyrie. They're friends. They call each other. So that's what I think Washington should do. Will it happen? Probably not. Um, now, moving on, will Becky Hammond get an NBA job this year? I hope she does, but in reality, no, I don't think she does. Now, I, I hope I'm wrong on this, but teams don't like hiring. Uh, they're not going to hire a woman as an NBA head coach. The Spurs will do it when Pop retires, but what, where could she go right now? The only thing that's interviewing her is the Portland Trailblazers. And is she really going to get along with Dame? Does Damian Lillard want Becky Hammond as his head coach? I don't think so. I think he wants Chauncey Billups as the head coach. Is Chauncey Billups a good coach? Who knows? I know Becky Hammond can coach. I don't know if Chauncey Billups can coach, but I know Becky Hammond can. But Chauncey Billups is probably going to end up with the Trailblazers job. I don't know where Becky's going to go. Maybe she can go to uh, Washington. That, that'd be a good fit too. But Jesus... I don't think it's going to happen this year either. I hope she gets an NBA job. She deserves one. She's done a 
put in a bunch of damn work for that job. Uh, now, Devin Booker dropped 40 points in game one. He had a 40-point triple-double, and they pretty easily won the game. They won 120-114 in the game one. But in game two, they won 104-103. Let's break down that game real quick. Paul George missed two free throws going down the stretch. Not clutch, PG. Pandemic P's back. Reggie Jackson had 19. Paul George had 26. Shot one of eight from the three-point line. Pat Bev had six. Zubak had 14. And Marcus Morris shot three of 11. Luke Kennard had 10. Terrence Mann had eight. You know, hey, for them, for that heart, that hot start he was on. Hey, Nicholas Batum only shot once, but he made it. He had three points. DeMarcus Cousins had two in four minutes. Rondo had eight. Uh, but now, let's go to the Suns. They're without Chris Paul, of course, and the Clippers are without Kawhi Leonard. But the Suns, Jay Crowder had two points. Congrats to Jay Crowder. Miles Bridges had five, eight, and had 24 and only missed two, three shots. Campaign had 29, Devin Booker had 20, Sarge had 11, Cam Johnson had 11, and each one more had two. Congrats to my man, each one more. Uh, they win the game. Paul George misses two critical free throws, eight, and gets the dunk for the win. Great game. I didn't watch it, but I saw the highlights. Looked like a pretty great game. So now, moving on once again, Zion Williamson, he wants out of New Orleans. Oh my lord, what could possibly be going on in New Orleans? They fired Stan Van Gundy, the fat man. Uh, man, I said last year after watching a game, Van Gundy should get another NBA job. He knows a lot about basketball. Then he proved to me this year why he doesn't need an NBA job and still knows basketball. Jeez, I don't know. You have Ingram and Zion and Lonzo, and you don't make the playoffs. You don't even get in the play-in. Man, that's tough. Oh, you, you ain't in Detroit anymore, Stan. You, you gotta win games here. Yeah, but that didn't happen. He gets fired. Who's the new head coach in New Orleans? Who knows? Who wants that New Orleans job? Why? Zion wants out? I don't want a job. Actually, I do want the job, so please hire me. But I don't know any NBA coach who wants that job. Wait, you're going to be head coach for three years, and Zion's going to sit out maybe a year and get traded, and then you got nobody? Brandon Ingram's your star player? Okay, sure. Ingram's a great second option, but he ain't a one option. Whatever. Uh, I, I don't think Zion, Zion's going to get out of New Orleans as fast as he can. I don't know why he wants out of New Orleans. New Orleans is a great place, but... Why he wants out, his family wants him out. Who knows? Uh, more details on that come in tomorrow's podcast, I guess. <laughs> the Mavs need a new head coach and GM. They fought Rick Carlisle. I'm, I, I'm out. I quit. Uh, the GM, uh, Don, Don uh, they, they parted ways. Luca's not happy. Luca said, well, I'm not happy, but I'll still take your money. So he, he's going to sign the Supermax, even though he's not happy, so he can force his way out of Dallas. But, you know, who has, I don't know, man. Dallas is in a tough place. As a Mavericks fan, I mean, what? You, you got to get rid of Porzingis. Porzingis ain't going to be good there. I'd rather Dennis Smith Jr. back. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've said this on like three podcasts. I said it on the Whoop and Shoot podcast. So I'd rather have Dennis Smith Jr. than Chris Dallas Porzingis. I've said it on this podcast. I want DSJ back, and it still ain't happened yet. So, whatever. Uh, who's the new head coach of the Mavs? Maybe Jason Kidd. Because, you know, hey, 
Jason Kidd, he played for us. He won us championship as a starting point guard who averaged six points. But hey, it's all good. Uh, who's going to be the new GM? Hopefully me. I want that job. I'm a big Dallas fan. Maybe Mark Cuban can invest. Um, so yeah. Uh, the Celtics got a new head coach, MK Uda. As I said, don't quote me on that name. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. But he's the new head coach. Uh, I was very shocked by this. I expected Rick Carlisle to get the job. I thought Rick Carlisle, Rick Carlisle was the obvious choice here for Boston Celtics. But they decided not. MK Uda's the man. He got this. He hasn't been a head coach ever. Rick Carlisle has proven he can win in Detroit, Dallas. Okay. We want to reign in Dallas. Okay, let's forget that. Well, he's a former Boston Celtic too. And they said, nah, we'll go with MK Udo. Who, you know, he's been an assistant coach. And, you know, he has many, he has many rings as an assistant coach as Rick Carlisle has as a head coach. There you go. Uh, he also has as many playoff appearances than as Rick Carla had when he was playing, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know if MK Udo's the right fit here in Boston. Boston's a weird play. You got Al Horford back in Boston. What's MK Udo going to do with Al Horford? Or is this going to... Uh, I'm going to make a prediction here. I don't know if this is going to be right, but I think Brad Stevens might be pulling a Pat Riley here. He's going to hire somebody, and then when it comes time, almost to the playoffs, he's going to be like, oh, you're fired. I'm stepping in as the head coach. I got this. Maybe. According to people in Boston, the players were happy that Brad Stevens is gone. <laughs> and, well, he's just in the front office now. He's not the head coach anymore. But uh, people were happy that he's not the head coach anymore because he liked Marcus Smart. Who wouldn't love Marcus Smart? He plays defense. Maybe the rest of y'all play defense. Brad Stevens would like you. He's a college guy. He likes defense, but none of y'all want to play defense in the NBA. It's okay. Nobody plays defense. Luka don't play no defense. Steph don't play no defense. LeBron plays defense half the time when he wants to. Harden don't play no defense because his hamstrings hurt. But hey, you know, it's, it's all good. Uh, so now let's go to the uh, women's U.S. Olympic team real quick. Because uh, I said I was talk about this. Um, one thing I do think they should do, uh, for the women's U.S. Olympic team, I think you should be able to, uh, bring in college players, because, uh, just like the Dream Team, uh, they had Christian Leitner on the team, I think you should have one college basketball player on the team. I think that would make sense. Who knows? So, now, let's do, let's get to the team. Sue Bird, uh, legend in the WNBA. Diana Taurasi, uh, S- uh, Sylvia Fowles, Tina Charles, Brittany Griner still here. Hey, hey. Brianna Stewart, uh, the Larry Bird of the WNBA. Joelle Lloyd, uh, Seattle Storm, Asia Wilson, Ariel Atkins, Nafisha Collier, Scholar Diggins Smith, Chelsea Gray. And the head coach is South Carolina, South Carolina women's basketball coach Don Staley. Uh, I don't know what the starting lineup's gonna be there, but you know, hey, Super, Diana Taurasi, Brittany Griner, Brianna Stewart, four legends right there. <laughs> Bri- Brianna Stewart's probably like the greatest WNBA player, in my opinion. But hey, or she will be one that once it's all said and done, I think she will be. She won three MVPs while she was injured in three different leagues. So I mean, hey, hey she could, she's a hooper hooper. But anyways, uh, so yeah, 
but I do think you should add a college player to the team. I think that, you know, the WNBA or Women's USA Olympic team can have their own quote-unquote dream team. And I think that'd be pretty cool. But hey, that's just my opinion, you know. Uh, I do I do also have some ideas on the WNBA and how how they should kind of fix it. Uh, that That's going to be on a later podcast, though. That's probably going to be on Uncensored Part 2, which is coming... Uh, in it's coming July first on Censored Part Two, so uh, me and Brandon are gonna be breaking, reacting to songs, and then I'm gonna dabble in the ideas for the WNBA to help cause or save money. Cause right now they're losing money, but I do think they can be a successful league, successful business nonetheless. Cause there are some great players there that if you watch, I've watched a couple WNBA games. I like watching them play. Sometimes they're sometimes they're actually more like fundamentally sound than the guys because all the guys do is pick, kick out, shoot, pick, kick out three, pick, kick out. Like uh, I don't like that. Greg Popovich said this is boring, and that's why the WNBA is dying. Or he said this is why the NBA is dying. I should go coach at the WNBA, but yeah, Greg, Greg looked at the paycheck and said this is what it pays. Never mind. Uh, I'll just keep coaching the Spurs. <laughs> and then he just went and talked about Trump. He said Trump sucks. So, hey. Um, yeah, uh, we might have Connor on the podcast again coming up soon with some WWE Stone Cold reactions and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, thank you for listening to the 3-Ball Podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode today. Stay safe. Peace out.